Growth Igniters Radio, Episode 50, C-Suite Hiring Trends for 2016. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of growth on the web at businessadvance.com. And now... Here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And with me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Hi, Pam, and Happy New Year. And once again, I'm really pleased to have the opportunity to join you for yet another episode of Growth Igniters Radio. And if this is your first time listening out there, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for leaders to take themselves and their companies to their next level of success. So, Pam, what are we talking about today? Emerging trends that will be affecting hiring in the C-suite in 2016. All right. And this is whether you're looking to take on your competitors in the war for top talent or are yourself looking to advance into new opportunities. You know, as with all things in business, C-suite positions are subject to the trends that ebb and flow. For instance, back last summer in episode 20, Peter Gleason, president of the National Association of Corporate Directors, told us that one of the big trends was the rising need for CEOs and other C-suite executives to work more collaboratively and strategically with the board, given all of the disruptions in the marketplace, whether they're environmental, geopolitical, or technology-related. So naturally, as we're moving into 2016, we want to tune into what the new trends are, and not just the big ones that hit you over the head, okay. but the small ones that are just starting to sprout and could have big impact in the future. Let's sneak up on us. That's right. Yeah. And that's why we're so happy to bring back Jane S. Howes, Managing Director of the Alexander Group, a leader in top-level executive search. For those of you who are listening for the first time, Jane has more than 30 years experience in executive search and has recruited top executives worldwide in a variety of industries. And you can see Jane's complete bio by going to growthignitersradio.com and selecting episode 50. And we'll also, of course, have links to some of Jane's other episodes over the past year. Jane, welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Pam. It's so wonderful to be back with both of you, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And, of course, it just seems so logical to bring you back. I mean, we're coming into this great year, and talent acquisition, obviously, is still a strong issue for so many companies, right? It is indeed, and... You know, I'm going to pull out my crystal ball here, and I think that for every company, always uh, talent management, who do you recruit, how do you invest in your senior management team, what is their roadmap for growth, that's the backdrop against which we work. But I think this year there are going to be some little quirks and nuances that will make this year very uh, memorable. Oh, this sounds uh, good. So tell us about one that seems to be really heating up now. Well, before I talk about heating up, let me give you give you a little some of my thoughts. You know, I think this year is starting off a little bit cautionary. Okay. Um, where last year um, I spoke to groups and said, 
hold on to your hats. It's going to be a good year for the economy, a booming year for hiring. This year, because of several factors, it's a presidential election year, so there's the sense of change moving from one chapter to another. Um, In the business world, there's a lot of things going on internationally with the Asian economy that I think will have some ripple effects. And then, of course, close to my own hometown, Houston, we have uh, oil at at 30-something dollars a barrel, which no one really would have predicted, and that's causing a little bit of slowdown, uh, a little bit of caution. Um, Do we put off hiring these? C-suite executives till we see what's going to happen. But anytime you have contraction, you have people pulling back, you have opportunities for other companies. And to come back around to your question, I think for companies that are entrepreneurial, rapidly growing, have cash, uh, are not particularly leveraged, there are some wonderful opportunities here to capitalize on some of the slowdown in some industries to really look at your executive team, look at your uh, management team. Are there places you can grow? Where can you be opportunistic? So that's really a lot of what I'm seeing and what I'm telling our clients. Okay, so it's kind of like buying stocks in a down market if you have cash. It's, It's a good time to get bargains. Exactly. And you know, Scott, just leading off of that, uh, we see a lot of private equity firms acquiring rapidly growing companies. We see them looking at the management teams. Do we have the right team in place? And most of the time, they come in with the idea of acquiring a man- you know, the company and the management team. But we see a lot of movement in that industry and in within those portfolio companies as well. Um, the other thing, obviously, is someone asked me uh, yesterday, what are hot industries? And I said, well, one of the industries that is going to be the hottest is probably one of the oldest industries, and that is the gun industry. With all the discussion going on, um, that industry, I pardon the pun, is uh, on fire and booming. <laughs> um, yes. Um uh, Uh, Secondly, there's one of the newest industries that is also booming, and that is the marijuana industry. And I pardon the other pun, please forgive me, but it's smoking hot. (laughs) And um, so you are on fire. I know, I know. I I, I'm so sorry. It's getting higher, huh? I hope people. I hope people don't. I hope people don't disconnect with the bad puns, but. You know, old industry, new industry, very, very hot now, as it were. Um, So, And then in between that are a lot of industries, Scott, that you're right, you can be opportunistic. Uh, It is a time to look at your management team. Are there places I can upgrade? Are there people who are pretty close to retiring that maybe we can retire and take this opportunity to upgrade in the caution of the... um, the resonance of the economy now. Okay. So are is this trend hitting uh, differently at, at different size companies? Is it more uh, hitting the larger companies? You know, I think my feeling is that you are going to see more movement with medium-sized companies. I think many of the large companies, and I can talk about it a little bit in detail, 
I think larger companies are going to uh, be hiring for specialized positions. For example, um, financial institutions, you are going to see a tremendous um, demand for compliance people. You're going to see a, commend, uh, a lot of demand for senior um, lenders and people tied to the guts of the business. And let's face it, compliance is part of the guts of being in a financial institution nowadays. So I think those needs of big companies you're going to continue to see, but I think you're going to see a lot with medium-sized, rapidly growing companies mm-hmm. poaching from the larger companies. So that's something that's distinctly different in 2016. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll speak more with Jane House, Managing Director and Founder of the Alexander Group, about emerging trends in C-suite hiring. Stay with us. You're listening to Growth Igniter's Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated on the web at businessadvance.com. We enable successful companies to accelerate to their next level of innovation and success. And if you like what you're hearing, spread the good word. Go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 50, and use the share links for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at the top right of the page to tell your social media communities all about us. And while you're there, uh, sign up for our weekly alert of upcoming episodes so you'll always be up to date. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Scott and I are talking today with Jane Howes, Managing Director and Founder of the Alexander Group. Jane, how can people find out more about you and the Alexander Group? Well, our website is www.thealexandergroup.com, and we're very active on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and almost any other social media platform you can think about. Well, that's true. You can also access any of Jane's previous episodes by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 50, and there are links to the Alexander Group there as well. So, Jane, let's get back to our conversation. We left off that 2016 is a different kind of year. It has a lot to do with many trends in industry and a lot of the political trends, it sounds like. Can you tell us, are there differences perhaps in the types of qualifications? You started to talk about that, but uh, are companies being more selective, less? uh, Are they taking uh, risks in terms of types of candidates and some of the new expertise that hasn't existed before? We talked uh, in one of our previous episodes about what are some new positions and how are the titles of the positions changing? And I think you're going to continue to see that. Um, The pharmaceutical industry, for example, they're going to be continuing to focus on innovation, on partnerships, on different ways to bring drugs to the market faster and in collaboration with other partners. Um, I think another trend you're also going to see is the uh, um, business-to-business service industry, outsourcing. A lot of companies are starting to outsource 
um, facilities, outsource mm-hmm. IT, which is certainly not new, but outsource human resources. I think companies that provide outsourced services to other businesses, I think those are I think that's going to be a booming industry uh, this year. And I think you'll see people, and these are industries that maybe didn't even exist 30 years ago. Sure. And, you know, how do you find these types of people? And, and, and because there aren't going to be that many people who have that type of experience. So how do you find these types of people? What other industries will they come from? So I think there's a lot of opportunities if you're someone looking I think there are op- there will be opportunities this year, even though the general vibe is more cautiousness. And if you're hiring, seeking to hire these uh, different kinds of people this year, I think this is a really good time as some of the larger Fortune 100 companies are slowing down somewhat. There's a great chance to recruit talent from them. Jane, uh, you're, you're talking about outsourcing uh, non-essential functions. Another thing we've seen change is companies, especially companies that have been accustomed to bricks and mortar retailing, for instance, are being really challenged by move to uh, other types of business interfaces. Do you see that affecting what executives may need to have in their quiver to uh, be really uh, attractive? Well, you know, um, Scott, we have talked in the past and, you know, I've said every executive needs to understand the levers of um, social media. I will say also that companies need to understand also how to use social media. And I think the companies that don't have social media um, are moving toward that. You you look in the retailing world, which is a, a great question because, a lot of the retailers who have not moved beyond bricks and mortar are being hammered because their competitors are. And so you look at these companies and go, well, do they have people? Do they have someone who understands how that social media is a great way to talk to their customers, their clients? And so I think you're going there – you know, if you're if you have if you're a marketing person and you have the social media piece, you have the e-commerce piece. That's a very marketable skill set, and it's only become going to become more so. Another industry I want to just bring up uh, that we're seeing a lot of movement in, even though the economy is is cautious right now, is law firms. Large mm-hmm. mega law firms are looking outside to hire people to help run their organizations. Uh, you've had a huge compression um, through mergers and combinations of law firms, so you have many law firms now with well over uh, two and three billion dollars of revenue, and that's a big company. And so, who is running these law firms? Yes, you have partners running them, but they're increasingly looking to, say, a marketing executive from consumer products or from financial services to create global marketing strategies. So So that's a huge mindset change. Yes, and we're seeing this happen quite a bit with law firm clients. We're doing a lot of CFO, chief marketing officer, uh, chief diversity officer, 
for law firms as they become more global and function like global companies. So this is interesting because there is a war out there for top talent. You're talking about needle in a haystack people in one sense and more opportunities as you're talking about these law firms, for instance, that are also competing for the attention of somebody who could go, say, to a consumer product company or somewhere else, how can companies of all types stay current so that they're more likely to win the competition in this case? Well, you know, that's a really great question. Um, I see that the talent acquisition process starts at the top where it's not just human resources function, it's not talent acquisitions function to focus on where should we be looking, what trends should we be looking. I think it starts at the CEO on down and that every executive as part of the way he or she is evaluated should be on how well they hire and Do they hire people who stay with the organization a long time? Do they hire people who have a great growth trajectory? Do Mm -hmm. they hire for the future or do they hire for the past? And so that's what I tell our clients. Make hiring and good hiring part of your company culture and how every C-suite executive is evaluated. That's excellent advice. Another thing I'm wondering about is you were mentioning earlier that companies are being more cautious. And I've heard and seen a number of situations where companies were very slow to make the decision as part of that cautiousness. How does that impact on this war for top talent? I mean, could the top talent then go somewhere else? You know, uh, it, that's, um, that is the, the question, isn't it? Because on one hand, you value a thorough vetting process and the other, th- other things that go in that. On the other hand, if you take too long, you aren't nimble, you are not opportunistic, and you're not capitalizing on, um, you know, the saying, the quick and the dead, uh, time waits for no one, uh, and it doesn't work in your favor usually. So, you know, what I tell com- medium-sized companies is you've got to be nimble, but you've got to have a good process so you don't make mistakes. And, and one of the things I counsel companies is look back to the past. What hires have worked well? How did you find these? Were they referrals? Were they from a search firm? If they're from a search firm, were they a specific search firm? If so, analyze where you've been. So in this time of caution where some companies are being overly cautious, you can capitalize on their cautiousness by having a process, having a commitment, and having the need and the vision of what you're seeking. Absolutely. All sound advice. Well, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Jane Howes, Managing Director and Founder of the Alexander Group, about some immediately useful ideas for leveraging new trends in C-suite hiring. Stay with us. Well, we're into 2016, and as we approach the first anniversary of Growth Igniter's radio, Scott and I want to thank you for being part of our community. This has been a wonderful learning experience for us, and we want to hear from you about the value you've been getting from what we've been producing every Wednesday since February of 2015. Go to growthignitersradio.com and click Contact Us at the bottom of the page. And along those lines, do you have 
have an idea for a guest you'd like to learn from in the coming year, we're always on the lookout for more best-selling book authors and innovative CEOs of successful companies. Again, go to growthignitersradio.com, click contact us at the bottom of the page, and we'll get back to you to follow up. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been talking with Jane Howes, Managing Director and Founder of the Alexander Group, about emerging trends that will be influencing C-suite hiring in 2016. Jane, how can people find out more about you and the Alexander Group? Can you remind us? Yes. Uh, we are on the website at www.thealexandergroup.com. We're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, and we post a weekly blog to both of those sites which talk about trend, hiring trends, career advice trends, those types of things. And you can find us also on Twitter uh, and I think almost every other social media platform. <laughs> well, so there's lots of ways for us to stay current about these emerging and changing trends that are going on in, in the next year. So let's get back to our conversation. Uh, you've done enough of these episodes with us that you know that the third segment of uh, Growth Igniters Radio, we dedicate to the immediately actionable idea, the concrete kinds of steps that somebody could take to bring some big ideas to action. And we've talked about the fact that companies are going to have to do some things differently in order to bring in the right talent in the right way. But let's talk about people out there who've resolved that they're going to be upping their career game in 2016. They're going to go out for that C-suite position or CEO position or a board position even. What are some things that they can do? Okay. Um, the, uh, the advice I would give for somebody looking to move in a C-suite is the same advice I would give to somebody who is already in a C-suite, and that is every year start off the year by assessing. If you're someone who is upwardly mobile, thinks you may want to move up, assess your strengths, assess your current, what have you learned, what do you need to learn. Um, maybe you need to, you know, have international experience or maybe you need to have some other piece in your resume that you don't have. Um, resolve that this will be the year you will try and get that. If you're So improving your manager, resume, okay. Yes, exactly. Well, and looking at it internally before you do it uh, externally. So look at your resume, um, evaluate what do I need, what do I need to have. Um, and the same thing if you're hiring people, if you're hiring position, look at your current team. Are they good for now? Are they good for the long term? Do I need to tinker with it? Now is a good year to do both. If you're looking for, um, if you're upwardly mobile, the second piece of advice I would tell you to do in January is look at your resume. Have somebody look, prepare a resume if you don't want to do it. There, it, that's a booming industry, the resume industry. Um, uh, ask for feedback on your resume from your friends, um, and then map a plan of attack. Third part: every plan of attack, uh, every upwardly mobile person usually connects with people. And I would have as a small New Year's resolution 
even if you aren't looking, to talk, have a lunch with somebody you wouldn't have a lunch with at least once every two weeks. Have a phone call with somebody that you maybe have done business with. What are you seeing? What is going on? I'm looking uh, sometime in the next year for my next opportunity. Uh, do you have any ideas for me? That's a hard thing to do because we all end up um, either at airports or sitting at our desk under mm-hmm. deadlines, and it's, it's um, I think, a really disciplined thing to do. Just make it part of your habit. Every two weeks you're going to connect with somebody. And uh, fourthly, uh, look at your LinkedIn profile. A lot of search firms, as we've talked about, use LinkedIn to identify candidates. And, and there, we've written a lot of blogs about how to make sure your LinkedIn profile is in a place where you can be findable. And I think that's really important. Very much so. Jane, how can people make better decisions about which opportunities they take? in 2016? Because, of course, it's a two-way street. The company has to decide that they're interested in you. But at the same time, I'm sure you've run into people who said, I wish I'd never taken that. I mean, I I used to speak with so many people uh, when I was behind the desk, and they'd say, wow, that was the wrong opportunity, the one that I was in before. Well, the one thing I tell people is look at patterns. If you're hiring somebody, look at their patterns because people repeat patterns. Companies repeat patterns also. Look at the position. How many people have had the position before you have had the position? What is the turnover? Does the company have people who've been there, executives who've been there a long time? Um, And also, Pam, I think one thing that that people don't really utilize is some of the websites that provide background information. Glassdoor, Mm. even though a lot of it's geared to non-C-suite executives, you can really get a sense of the culture and how employees think of the C-suite by just digging in. Another site is look at Yahoo message boards for public companies where you have people, a lot of them are are complaining about the stock price, but you also can get some insights onto the company, uh, in the company culture as well, which I think is important. But there are so many tools to do your due diligence, be you hiring or be you looking, that I think people don't really use as much as they could. So due diligence is uh, something to keep in mind in 2016 and perhaps always. It's a two-way street. And one of the uh, trends that you're highlighting, Jane, is that there's more and more and more ways to get information uh, about companies and for companies to get information about you, too. You know, Scott, there is no place to hide, really. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Is a great way. Be if you know if you have high turnover as a company, some person is you know somebody you're recruiting is going to find that, and that's one of the reasons when we conduct searches, we do a lot of background checking on the companies so we can tell their story. And if there have been you know layoffs or or changes or something, you know, we try and address it in a way that will give the client and the candidate both enough information about each other so that it is a win-win. Because sometimes a lot of change in a company and a lot of turnover can be a good thing. You've just got to have all the facts and know if it's a good mix 
for your personality and your management style. So being clear about what you need is as important as having the company be clear about what they need and uh, making it fit. This has been so valuable. Any uh, final thoughts on this topic? Um, Yes. January is a great month to plan. Uh, I know people are trying to, uh, you know, exercise more and eat less, but it's also a time to look at what you want to accomplish for your career and set the stage and the goals for the rest of the year. Okay. Well, thank you, as always, for being our guest today on Growth Igniters Radio. My pleasure. Thank you, Jane, and thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To check out resources related to today's conversation with Jane Howes, share on social media, find out about upcoming episodes, or open a conversation with us, go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 50. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to think about. What three steps can I take now to become more aware of new trends in executive hiring to get the jump on my competition? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.